Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you, God, for another night on prolific fire, God. I thank you for everybody that's gathered here tonight, God, to hear this word, God. I pray, Lord God, that the ones that are here, God, are the exact ones that need to hear it, God. And if not, Lord God, let this word travel to whoever needs to hear it for their children, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, this message is concerning our children on tonight. And I pray that some parents will learn from this message on tonight, God, that you want the children to come to you, that Jesus wants the children to come to him. Therefore, God, I set myself down on tonight. I set myself down that you might stand up in me tonight, Lord God, 
Use me however you want to use me, God, to get this message across so that your name may get the glory. In the name of Jesus, welcome, welcome, welcome to Politify You, everybody. If you do not know, I am your home host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time, everybody, to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. And before I go into this message, if it's not for you, then pass it on to some parent that needs to hear it. Because a link would be up on all my social media sites except for Instagram, but I would tell you on Instagram how to listen to the podcast so it can be heard over and over again. That's the great thing about the Internet. Messages can be heard over and over and over again. It never goes away. So be careful what you put out there. Get into the word for tonight. The foundational text comes from Matthew 19, verses 13 through 15. That's Matthew Chapter 19, verses 13 through 15, from the TPT, the Passion Translation. Then they brought little children to Jesus so that he would lay his hands on them, bless them, and pray for them. But the disciples called those who brought the children, saying, Don't bother him with this now. Jesus overheard them and said, I want little children to come to me. So never interfere with them when they want to come. But heaven's kingdom realm is composed of beloved ones like these. Listen to this truth. No one will enter the kingdom realm of heaven unless he becomes like one of these. Then he laid his hands on each of them and went on his way. Again, that's Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 to 15 from the TPT, the Passion Translation. With so much going on in the world today, it's clear that grief knows no age. Your children just might be hurting, grieving, and you haven't even took the time to notice. With so much going on in the world today, your children just might be grieving, hurting, and you haven't even took the time to notice because grief knows no age. As adults, though, we seem to think that grieving is a grown-up thing, and children are just supposed to be innocent and unconcerned, untouched by grief, by hurt, by pain, etc. Oh, how I wish that that was the way that it was. Sorry to say that's not the world we live in. I'm sorry to say that's not the world we live in. This is not Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Though I desperately wanted to live in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, as a child growing up, but it was unrealistic then, and it's even more unrealistic now. How many of y'all remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood so bad, but it was unrealistic then, and it's even more unrealistic now. What's real is the children and how they're feeling right about now. Keep in mind that some children feel deeper than others. When the children grieve, tonight's message. Again, when the children grieve, when the children grieve, that's tonight's message. Parents, 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 don't make the same mistake the disciples made in tonight's foundational text. Do not make the same mistake that the disciples made in tonight's foundational text. Don't stop your children from coming to Jesus. Don't stop your children from coming to Jesus. 
Jesus made it clear to the disciples in tonight's foundational text that he wants the children to come to him. He wants the children to come to him. Notice an age limit or a minimum age limit was never given in the text, which means no child, which means no child is too young or too old to come to Jesus. When you read the Bible, you got to really read the Bible and think. Think not just about what it's saying, but think about what it's not saying. And what's not in tonight's text is an age limit. Notice an age limit or a minimum age limit was never given in the text, which means no child is too young or too old to come to Jesus. So whatever you do, Jesus says never interfere. Listen to the words he used. Never interfere with the children when they want to come to him. Verse 14, Jesus overheard them and said, I want little children to come to me. So never interfere with them when they want to come. For heaven's kingdom realm is composed of beloved ones like these. In other words, we are all children in God's eyesight. In other words, we are all children in God's eyesight. And if we can come to Jesus, then so can they. And if we can come to Jesus, so can they. So can they. Because because God sees or knows no difference. Because he sees or knows no difference when it comes to age. Because age is not what's really important. Because age is not what's really important here. What's really important here is about having a relationship with Jesus. That's what I'm trying to get you to see, to see on tonight. As parents, your children need to have a relationship with Jesus now more than ever. I don't care if your child is only two years old. You need to begin to teach that child about Jesus. It's about having a relationship with Jesus, a working relationship that works for you on whatever level you're on because we're not all on the same level. There's only one Lord, one Jesus, one God, one living God, and it's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But we're not all on the same level with him. It's like being in school. All of us is not in third grade. And then again, all of us are not in eighth grade. Some of us are in high school. Some of us are in college. We're all on different levels with him. But what's wonderful about Jesus he knows how to communicate with us with us all. He knows how to communicate with us with, with us all on whatever level. Whether you're two or hundred and two, Jesus wants a relationship with you. Yes, you. Whether you're two or hundred and two, Jesus wants a relationship with, with you. You and your children. He wants a relationship with you and your children. Somebody don't underestimate the power of God working in your child's life. Don't underestimate the power of God working in your child's life. You may see them as just a young child or just a teenager, but God sees them quite differently. Of course, you don't see them like that because that's your baby and you gave birth to them, but you got to remember they were with Jesus before they were with you. As a matter of fact, they all long to you. God is trusting you with them, in other words. So the way you see them is not the way that God sees them. It's not the way that Jesus sees them. 
Think about it. Josiah, which is eight years old when he was king. Josiah, which is eight years old when he was king, used of the Lord. Second Chronicles 34, verse 1. In most people's eyesight, he was just a little boy. But he, but that little boy was king, and he was being used of the Lord at eight years old. And Ishmael, Ishmael was only about 16. I did my research on this one, and it says Ishmael was only about 16 years old when the Lord heard him crying and responded. Ishmael was only about 16 years old when the Lord heard him crying and responded because, remember, we're talking about when the children grieve on tonight. So he was only about 16 years old when the Lord heard him crying and responded. Notice how in Genesis 21, God didn't respond to Hagar. Hagar was Ishmael's mother, but God didn't respond to her. He responded to the ch- to the to the child's cry, to her son's cry. So, parents, if you can sense that your child is going through something and they need to release it, don't stop them from crying out to Jesus. So, parents, if you can sense going on right now, if you sense that your child is going through something privately, but they need to release it and they, they won't share it with you, don't stop them from crying out to Jesus. Truthfully, your child's tears just might get God's attention faster than yours. Truthfully, your child's tears just might get God's attention faster than yours. That certainly was the case for Hagar. That certainly was the case for Hagar. Let's read it right quick. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying. Not her crying. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand. For I will make him great. For I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the desert, came an archer. It's Genesis 21, verses 17 through 20 from the NIV. God showed Ishmael favor. And he stayed with Ishmael all during his grown-up years because it says that God was with the boys he grew up. So God showed him favor when he, met, when he made him into a great nation. He eventually showed him favor and made him into a great nation by making him into a great nation. And he stayed with him during his grown-up years, which is, which is what you want as a parent. That's exactly what you want as a parent. You want God to hear your child's cry. You want God to hear. You want God to hear your child's cry in the middle of the night when they are in their room, when they're in their room trying to fight off depression, trying to fight off anxiety. Because believe me, you don't know what happens in the middle of the night. Why do you think prolific fire comes on so late? Because God told me the people that really need the messages that you're gonna bring forth. They're going to be up late because when you're really going through something, you can't sleep. You don't care if it is 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Central. If you're really going through something and you need a word from the Lord, you'll be here. 
So it was it it's in the middle of the night. When you sleep, that's when you really need God to be paying attention to your child because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors in their room. They're in there fighting off depression, fighting off anxiety, and you don't even know it. But God, you want God to be with your child throughout their grown-up years. Parents, that's what you want. You want your child. You want God to be with your child throughout their grown-up years the way that he was with Israel. But for that to happen, you know what has to happen in order to make that happen? The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 20, 26, New King James. It's Proverbs 20, 26, New King James. Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old and when he's old, he will not, he will not depart from it. Train them up knowing they can go to God. Train them up now. I don't care if they're only two years old. You need to train them up now knowing they can go to God, knowing that they can come to Jesus, knowing that they can come to Jesus, that he's not some big bad wolf they have to fear or shy away from. You know how we like to teach our children about the boogeyman and all that stuff. You need to stop that and teach your child, especially if they're little. That Jesus is not a big bad wolf that you have to fear or shy away from. Let them know that Jesus was tempted, just as they are, especially for the teenagers. Let them know that Jesus was tempted, just as they are, but he got through it. He was tempted just as they are, but he got through it. He got through depression, through anxiety, through hurt feelings, etc. Let your children know. You know somebody in order to let them know, you gotta know. That means you got to get in your get in the Bible, get in his word and you got to dig. If you don't understand one translation, get you another translation. Because I'm a I'm gonna read this familiar verse, which is Hebrews four. I'm gonna start at verse fourteen through sixteen. But really it's focusing around Hebrews four and fifteen. It's about we we don't have a high priest that's not touched with touch with the, with our infirmities, but he feels everything that we go through. That's what it says in most translations, something similar to that. But I'm going to read it from the message Bible to really break it down. Let your children know we don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. We don't have a priest who is out of touch with our reality. He's been through weakness and testing, experienced it all. He experienced it all. All the sin. He experienced it all, all the sin. So let's walk upright. So let's walk upright. So let's walk upright. Let's walk right up to him and give what he has already to give. And give what he has ready to give. Take the mercy. Let them know that mercy is available for them. There's nothing that they haven't done that they can't receive mercy for. Peers may be bullying them, teenagers. Even young, even younger than that, the peers may be bullying them, but God, but Jesus will show them mercy, and they need to come to Him and take the mercy, accept the help. That's Hebrews four, verse fourteen through sixteen from the Message Bible. He's not out of touch with reality. Jesus knows exactly what's going on with them here and now. He's not out of touch with reality. He knows what's going on with our children. Exactly, exactly what's going on with them here and now. 
He knows and he's there willing to help. Let your children know they can come to Jesus. Even when, as a parent, you can't understand what they're going through. Even as a parent, when you can't understand what they're going through, let them know that they can still come to Jesus because he knows. He knows. Talk to your children about God. The more you talk to them about Jesus, the more you talk to them about God, like it says in Deuteronomy 11 and 19, the more you talk to them about God and about Jesus, the more comfortable your child will feel towards him. Because right now, until they become fully of age, because right now, until they become fully of age, you are responsible for how your children feel about God. Until they become fully of age, you are responsible for how your children feel about God. You are responsible for how your children feel about Jesus. So tell them about how an eight-year-old boy gave his life to God and was used mightily as king in Second Chronicles 34. Tell them how Jesus heard the cry of a 16-year-old boy who was sent away by his father. Tell them how Ishmael hurt, knowing that it was his own father pushing him away. And for those that don't know, his father was Abraham. Tell tell them how Ishmael hurt, knowing that his own father was pushing him away to be raised apart from his home, from the home that he shared with his wife and his other son. Sound like some stuff that people really go through when they uh, have blended families. Genesis 21. Tell them of your own pain. Then you got to testify because you ain't always been where you are. You've been through some pain situations and God had to bring you through. Tell them of your own pain and how God brought you through. How you're free today because of the blood Jesus shed for you beginning in the Garden of Gethsemane with the release of your mind from mental scratch. You remember when your mind was messed up? You remember that? Don't let your children think that they 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 are the only ones that's ever been stressed out, ever ever been going through depression or whatever. You let them know that if it hadn't been for the blood of Jesus, baby, your mama and your daddy would be somewhere crazy right now. You let them know what you've been through. That's in Luke 22, verses 42 through 44 from the NIV. Our children are going through so much, especially right now, with the world being as it is. The things they once depended on all affected in the midst of this so-called pandemic. I said so-called pandemic because the word because the word refers to it as a as a plague. So I'm just gonna say so-called pandemic. Everything that they have been dependent on, including school has been affected by this so-called pandemic. And it hurts. It hurts. It hurts young people when they can't get together and do the things that they used to do. When the children grieve, don't interfere with them coming to Jesus. Don't interfere. If you don't get anything else tonight, if you got a child that's hurting, you need, if you haven't been doing it already, you need to teach them about Jesus. Teach them how to get to Jesus and don't interfere with them when they want to go to Jesus. They may not go to him the way that you went to him. They may not even say what you said to Jesus on their knees. If he's two years old and all he knows how to do is fold his little hands and say, Jesus, leave him alone. 
Jesus knows and he understands on his level, on her level. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for our children and help us to be better servants, better parents to these precious ones. Help us to be attentive to their needs and observant of their pain, of their grief, and not just our own. We repent, Father, that we have ever interfered with them coming to Jesus. Touch them, bless them, just like you did the children that came to you, Jesus, in tonight's foundation of text. I ask, I ask that you do it again, Jesus. Do it again for our children, Jesus. Once again, we repent in your name. Amen. This concludes tonight's message. Once again, if it wasn't for you, but you know somebody with children that needs this word, when you see the link, go across social media. Or if you know how to get to um, my podcast, or come back to blogtalkradio.com slash prolific fire, uh, can, they can listen to it again from here. As I said, this concludes tonight's message. Because prolific fire deals with real issues, like the issue on tonight, God led me to close the phone lines. That's right. The phone lines will no longer be open live on prolific fire. They'll be open on faith on the line Friday, but not on prolific fire because the the issue is always so serious. I feel like a lot of you would prefer to talk to me in private, not on the air. And since the Lord led me to do that, I have talked to many of you, and I have really enjoyed ministering ministering to you, encouraging you one-on-one. So. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, call or text 865-408-8690, 865-408-8690, or you can email prolificfire at gmail.com. And please don't come playing on my email. I did have that one little problem with somebody playing on my email. He got me to pray for him, and then when he responded back, he was playing, so I had to block, I had to block him because this is a serious matter. And I'm serious when I do what I do for the Lord. So if you want to play, find somebody else to play with. But for everybody that really needs prayer and Bible-based consultation, please feel free to call or text 865-408-8690. Or email prolificfire@gmail.com. If you missed the number, missed the email, don't worry. I'm going to post it on all my social media platforms immediately following tonight's service. Once again, I have enjoyed ministering to most of y'all one-on-one as the Holy Spirit leads, except for that one guy. Now, other announcements. If you need this ministry, it's PayPal info or Cash App info. You can access the PayPal by going to paypal.me slash cash app. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, which is Prolific Fire. The P is capital. The fire is, the F and fire is capital. Written all together, Prolific Fire. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire on Instagram at Prophet Sage like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Check out prolificfire.com. If you would like to sponsor a child through World Vision, I am a World Vision sponsor and child ambassador. So if you're interested in it and they want to know more about it, you can 
call me about that if you want to, or email about, email me about that, or go to the website and check that out. World Vision is always in need of new sponsors for needy children. Right now, another child has been added to me because one of my other children, the Lord blessed her community. They're, they're able to take care of themselves. And when they get to the point that they're financially able and able to really sustain themselves, World Vision moves on. So they moved on to another community, and I got introduced to a new child. So that's exciting and kind of sad all at the same time. But if you want to be a part of blessing a child, let me know. If you don't reach out to me for prayer for whatever reason, your next opportunity will be with me. Coming up Friday on Faith on the Line. It's still Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. I'm just sitting in for her on Friday, on this Friday. Faith on the Line with Prophetess Paid. Join me for prayer and encouragement. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. That's 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5, 5 Pacific. Call the same number that many of you called tonight, which is 347-426-3782. Your prayer requests will be taken, so call in. The phone lines will be open. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night, time, and place, for another message from the Lord. Let me look at the phone lines right quick. Thank you, everybody that's here. I can see your number numbers. God bless you. Everybody just hang up on your own. Hang up on your own. It's fine. Hang up now. Thank you for joining. Have a blessed night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.